Welcome, fellow Luminaries, to another episode of Quest for Five, your guide to the enchanting world of Disney Lorcana. We're your hosts, I'm Faith, and with me is my co-host, Michael. And today we're going to talk about our deck updates with the release of Into the Inklands, um, recapping organized play, and then opening two more packs. Okay, so we were real lucky in that we were able to get both a trove and a booster box of Into the Inklands. Um, and so we made a little day night. We got made ourselves some margaritas and then opened up all of our new packs. And in doing so, we've uh, luckily we got it on Friday, so then we were able to make a bunch of deck updates uh, before we went into organized play. So, Can Faith, you take a wild guess of what we didn't get in those 35 well, new packs? Yeah, I was going to drop that later. Oh, sorry. But, no. <sighs> We opened the 35? 30, no, I think it was 32. 32? I don't know. 30 yeah. something. 30, yeah, it was 24 and 8. Mm-hmm. We opened 32 new packs from Into the Inklands, sealed boxes, still no enchanted. I don't, th- there went my theory. I was like, if we buy this, there is no way we don't get an enchanted. And we didn't. I don't understand how that's possible. Yeah, and I think there's two people that we usually play with on Saturday that have gotten enchanteds from this new set already. At least two. Stacy and one of the brothers. Yeah. At least two. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways. Uh, it'll deck just updates. it'll just make it so much more exciting when we do find one. Mm-hmm. Imagine it's today. This episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, deck updates. Well, uh, I am <clears throat> still sticking with my like core deck ideas. My tournament deck, which is going to be my assault deck, it is um, Amber Amber Steel, and it relies on like Shere Khan and Heroic Outlaw. It's not Amber Steel; it's Ruby Steel. Ruby Steel. Sorry, uh, for, I don't know. For some reason, I pictured the color amber in my head as red, right there. I don't. I don't know what happened. Um, anyways, uh, that is the like main deck of my concern, and so. Originally, what I wanted to do with this new deck is build, like, or this new release is I wanted to do, like, a Grand Pabby Pirate Heal, so red-blue, and that seemed really hard, um, just given that there's not a lot of, like, amber would be the ideal deck color to have in a heal deck, but I needed red because of the little coconut monster that can ready your characters dealing one damage, and I needed blue because of Grand Pabby. And that was the combo that I wanted to do there. But ended up not being able to do that. Because turns out we only have one Grand Pabby. Um, so then I was like, oh, okay. I want to merge these pirates. Because there's a lot of really good pirate stuff mm-hmm. going on. Um, I want to merge these pirates into my assault deck. And so I did not manage to get this finished. And so I'm hoping to test it out next week. Uh, but I'm going to be updating um, this my tournament deck to try and include a lot of like pirate synergy. And I'm going to see if that can change anything for me. The next deck I also worked on, this is the main other one I worked on, was my um, support deck. And so <clears throat> the cards I man- I put into this, and this is, this is my Alice deck, the one that if you have uh, 10 plus attack, you can quest for an extra 4 lore, so total of 5. And um, the cards I put in there, I did some Floatsum and Jetsum. Um, and oh, 
shoot. Is that the deck that you were going to put Huey, Dewey, and Louie yeah, in? Yeah, so I but am going to put have, Huey, yeah. Dewey, and Louie in there later. We only have one Huey, though, and so that's why I held off. When I get two more Hueys, then I'll go ahead and do, I think, three of each. Mm-hmm. Um, just because we saw at Organized Play, like, that engine right there, just, like, getting those three mm-hmm. cards out, and then, you know, like, a bodyguard or something to protect them, and then, uh, you know, drawing those three cards on your turn, that was nuts. And that is exactly what I need in, um, well, really all my decks, but especially my support deck, because I usually ended up being backed up in the corner. And so I actually, uh, and I also dropped all of my decks down to 60 cards, which was not easy. It took oh, me no. a long time. But, I don't know how you did that. Yeah. Um, so on my support deck, I'm trying to, shoot, what other cards did I put in? Do you remember? I think I don't think I did too too much other than cutting a lot of cards out. Uh, the locations I ended up putting in um, were uh, Cusco's Palace and Fang um, because my thought process was at least like I'll get these cards out and if they're at these locations they'll be a little bit safer a little bit longer particularly um, Fang because it gives loca- uh, characters at the location both ward and evasive unless you play with josh then he just gets rid of your yeah locations right away targets uh locations i like more prejudice than i could have possibly imagined but anyways um i think that's going to work out in and putting like alice up there and giving her evasive and stuff that at least lets her survive like one combo use mm-hmm. with her uh because you know have to take out the location um first and so at least on on a two-player game i think there's a chance that i can use my alice combo twice Mm -hmm. um if the characters were at the locations and so i also oh i also included the card that lets you move characters to the location for oh yeah yeah how what was that card how far far i'll go go, i think so yeah something like that and so um yeah so those are those are the main two and then i'm going i'm trying to build a royalty deck now that we have Pride Lands. I meant to tell you too. Do we have a Pride Lands card? No, we don't. But I just mean oh, like out in the okay, world. yeah. Um, I was also going to tell you the Grand Duke that I have in my Amber deck. You can have him for that if you want. Cool. Perfect. Yeah, because I do think the Royalty deck would work out really well now. Um, I want to test it next weekend to see how viable it is, um, especially with tournaments coming. I want to try and figure out what which decks I want to use in particular for tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'd say those are... And then, of course, my villain deck is just in a complete disaster. Um, I've you like, have, like, remade it several times, and I just, like, can't decide how to how to rock it. No, you have, like, three stacks, three or four yeah. stacks on the table right now that are supposed to be cards um, yeah. from your villain deck. Yeah. The angle I want to go with is... Um, like i want to get sorcerer mickey and a couple more brooms in there because there's now four types of magic brooms yeah and you can have my sorcerer mickeys i think i have a couple in a couple of my decks and i just always ink him because i don't care so Mm -hmm. i think with that setup i could actually like and a couple more uh amber hades that lets me return from the inkwell um so amber yeah, I think it's Amber. Anyways, uh, the one, the Hades from the first set lets me return a character card from the Inkwell, or from the discard. Um, I think I have a high chance of setting up this, like, ready cycle, where I do a bunch of actions with my villains, and then I can ready them back up. Um, but 
that's like the vision I have in my head. And then like, if I'm lucky, I pull the big Hades, drop him out, and I have a bunch of villains to quest for a bunch of lore real quick on a turn. That's my hope for that deck. Um, it's not quite working out. And mm-hmm. villains is continuously failing me. And I just don't know if I need to switch the colors or something else. But uh, that's where I'm at. Those are my deck updates after this first weekend uh, with Into the Inklands. Faith, I you built a bunch of decks. I am building it. I just like redid, I think, three out of my four. Because okay. my first one, I really want to see if my first one will still do good, even with locations being in other people's decks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not going to touch that. I have been thinking that if it doesn't work with locations, I am probably going to need to fix it. But I also don't want to because I love it the way it is. But I'm not going to have fun playing it if it's, like, constantly doing bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking about that. And then I redid my Amber Steel deck because we got my Tiana's place. We only got two, but it is still two. And having that down because its ability is you can't. Um, challenge characters there having that with a bodyguard at that location that's gonna be great i didn't get a chance to play it because again josh maliciously attacked my location right off the bat but putting a bodyguard there and i changed my amber deck it just has a ton of bodyguards now because i want to protect my um rapunzel's gosh i almost said cinderella's Um, uh... yeah the engine. So I think that will go well. Um, and then my Emerald Sapphire deck, I think it is, is doing so well. I'm actually, I'm pretty excited about that one. Um, what, what's kind of your main cards featured in that deck that do a lot of work? I don't know. Um. <laughs> okay. Well, this is great content for people who have never seen your deck. Um, I do really like, I put the... Um, the Cursed Merfolk, is that what Yo, it is? Oh, yeah, that card those was a pain. Got yeah. two of those in there, and it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so those just get me lore, like, right off the bat. Yeah. Um, trying to think what other ones I put in there, because my the one I the version of it I had before was, like, good, but it could have been better. And this, I put the um, Montanui in there that lets you put cards in your inkwell, mm-hmm. like, if the character's at that location. I think they're in that one. Um, I can't remember what other green ones I actually put in there. I know I put a lot. I'm going to look. There's reasons that it's better, and it's not just the merfolk. Also, I think this is the, um, least amount of cards I've ever had in a deck before. I think there's, like, 65 in here, mm-hmm. which is rare for me. Um, oh, I put some Prince Johns in here, the phony king one. Yeah. Um. Oh, the Sir His too. That's evasive. I think he did also. A lot of, did a lot of leg work for you. Yeah. So like having him because I had I have a lot of evasive characters in this one, which helps. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. We only have one morph. I didn't get to play him yet, but I put morph in here. Um. But I think I just this one just has like I think my highest one is like a five and Ray's evasive and he has the three. Yeah. Mm. So it doesn't take very long for me to, like, get stuff built up. But with the Montanui, like, putting cards in my inkwell, I built my inkwell up so fast last time. So that's been doing well. But, yeah, I think I just put more 
evasive characters in here or like my Flynn that when this char- character's challenged, the challenging character or challenging player discards a card. And I think just having characters out that like make you discard mm-hmm. makes people less likely to attack them. Which the merfolk ones, once if you challenge them, then you have then each player has to discard a card. So because of that in our three or four player game, they lasted a little bit because of that. So that was fun. And then I put that new Robin Hood in here. Well, there's a couple new Robin Hoods. So which one do you have? Um, let me see if I can find it. It's the one with the four lore. Oh, and by the way, Curse Merfolk is a one play cost with a two lore. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. They're amazing. Love. It's the Daydreamer one. The one that's that. I guess that's my highest one is the six, but it's got four lore. Yeah. Pretty great. Yeah, and then I finally the Queen disguised peddler. I finally figured out that if I draw like my high cost cards right at the beginning of the game and I can't get them out there, I'll just use her to discard the card, card mm-hmm. but still get the lore from it. So that's also been working pretty well. Anyways, all in all, I'm pretty happy with this deck. I think it's going really well. And then, uh, I don't think I actually played my um, Amethyst Sapphire deck this week. For some reason, I just wasn't super excited about it. Mm. I don't. I think it's just because I didn't put a lot of new cards in it. So I wasn't, like, reaching, like, wanting to play new cards. Sure. Um, so I don't know how that one's going to work yet. Because I didn't add very many blue cards to that one. I actually don't think I added any new blue cards to that one. Mm. I added some of the purple ones, but not a lot. Um, so anyway, still excited about my Amber deck. I think she's going really well because I also put that Wendy Darling, the Captain one, mm-hmm. to two. Anyways, and then this one I'm excited about. Cool. I'm hoping that um, we get a few more locations. I'd really like to try and get a Pride Lands out because I can't do the Royalty deck until we get Pride mm-hmm. Lands. Um, I think that's like, going to be a cornerstone of that deck. I think one thing I am going to do is probably go back and add some more locations because when I was building decks, I was I got into the mindset of like. If they don't have abilities, then what's the point of putting them in there? Mm-hmm. And I forgot that they still give you lore. Oh, okay. So I might go back and, like, add some locations just yeah. to, like, still get that lore. Yeah, yeah, that's I why I didn't put them in either. Yeah. So, yeah, so I only put locations in there that actually did something. Mm-hmm. And when we were at um, League, I realized, oh, you, you get lore from that. Maybe I should go back and put some in there, so. Yeah. Um, it's very easy to quickly get ahead with just one location out early so okay uh well that's our deck updates uh for after our first openings of into the ink lens okay so organized play recap um first of all like we said josh highly uh aggressive towards locations um and i think he was just jealous because we had locations out and he didn't (laughs) didn't have any locations in his in his deck yet he hadn't had time to update it but I think it was just jealousy. Um, seeing a lot of really good combos. Um, and we had a really good turnout. Seems like everyone was... I think everyone that showed up did get uh, quite a lot of Into the Inklands cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know the uh, dad-son combo that showed up last week, they came back this week too. Um, and they said they managed to get two booster boxes, I think is what I heard, overheard him say. Hmm. Um, Orion got a box. The brothers got 
at least a trove in a box. We got they a got a gift a set. They got a gift set. Because mm-hmm. that's trove. where they got their enchanted from. Was the gift set. Okay. And I know... Um, oh, I guess we don't know... Let's see. Stace got cards. Seems like everyone... Uh, How do you know Stacy got cards? She wasn't there. Because uh, I was... Uh, oh, she came the day before. Yeah, day before. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. some of the other people showed up the mm-hmm. day before. And they all opened cards together. We didn't get the memo. Well, somebody had to work Friday, so... Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Crazy, you're gonna have a job to pay for the cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, this is the price of a child, I'm telling you. Um, it's better than a child, though. Wow, that's a strong statement. It doesn't whine. Okay. Um, <laughs> organized play, though, went really well. I got a lot of good feedback about... Uh, the decks I got to play. Again, though, we just don't play one-on-one, which is, I think, a big hindrance to me actually being able to get these decks ready for tournament because a three-player game is just massively different than a two-player game, um, especially when we like lean towards four-player games a lot. Um, so I am going to need to start playing so uh, a little bit more intentionally one-on-one, yeah. uh, especially because tournaments are like Right around the corner. Oh my god. Imagine. did that at the exact same time. Imagine. Wait, what did. Tournaments don't open until May, right? Is that I have no was? idea. I can't remember. Okay, I'm going to look real quick because I would cry if it was the same weekend that we are going to be gone. Um, I forgot what it, Oh, my. I built a deck. I think it's the blue, um, purple one that I haven't played again, played yet, but. I did kind of make it to play against your support deck because I have an Alice in there, and whenever like I quest with her, I get to like exert your at like characters named Alice. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like something to do with that. And I was like, huh, I'm gonna put that in there, and I'm gonna use this deck against his support deck and see what happens. So okay, I looked it up. We're we're good. The uh, challenge circuit plus regionals. Um, starts in May. Mm, thank God. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> um, gotta start saving up my PTO for this stuff. Um, I would 100% be taking time off if I had to travel for regionals. Like, you know, no, you know, I think it's a great use of time off. Yeah, don't save the PTO for our wedding or honeymoon. Well, we've or anything. got, <laughs> I got so much time to get that back before then. It'll be okay. Um, yeah, so we're good. So the only thing that there's like a, the only other upcoming dates is February 23rd to 25th, uh, some festival in France that Ravensburger will be attending. Then uh, March 8th is the release of Into the Inklands for retail stores. And then nothing until May when the challenge circuit plus regional starts up. Um, oh. Challenge Championship. Okay, so there's a uh, Lorcan and Challenge Championships holiday season 2024. Uh, fun. Um, oh, yeah, this is just based on placement at regionals. Okay, so that makes sense. Um, apparently, yeah, so the Challenge Championships holiday season 2024 is based on invite from either European or North American Championships. Uh, from regional placement, and then the other, there's going to be another way to qualify for the championships. Um, but that's not been revealed yet. So, anyway, um, what what is this? Into the inclusion series from April 24, 24. I'm sorry, I'm just re relearning new information. 
But Into the Inklings Championships are for the first of a new type of Oricana play event called Set Championships. Oh, do Set Championships start this time off? Oh, it looks like Set Championships do start with Into the Inklings. I thought it was starting with the next one. This is the one where top four will earn a Stitch Rockstar Enchanted Championship mm. promo card. Um, and the mat, which the mat looks so good. Look at that. Which, oh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it looks really nice. Okay, well, this stresses me out uh, in April. Okay, we'll just, have to, we'll just have to deal with it if it happens. Okay. Anyways, um, how did you feel that uh, Organized Play went for you? I think it went good. I liked playing with the new cards and seeing how everybody else played with them. It was fun. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people came with new decks to play with. Mm -hmm. Orion fixed his item deck. Josh came with a new deck. I don't know if he fixed Kristen. it. He seemed to struggle a little bit more with his item deck than, than in the past. Mm, true, true. I guess he put new cards in it is what I meant. Yeah. And then Josh came with a new deck and so did Kristen. Yeah. I don't think I've ever Kristen, seen... Oh, yeah, Kristen did get new cards. Uh -huh. so she was playing the... Uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever deck. seen somebody play Ruby and Sapphire. I mean, yeah, Sapphire before. Are you sure? I um, feel like we've maybe seen that before. I don't know. That was the first time I remember seeing it. Hmm. Okay. But. Yeah. Well, um, we're getting closer and closer to the day when we're going to have a full uh, full event. And that makes me really happy. Um, I'd at least like to get to where I saw like the kickoff of um, One Piece was at. I guess, though, the first week ever of Lorcana Organized Play, it was a full table, um, but we haven't seen it since then. But One of the regulars from when it first came out has not been back since, like, the second release. Since the second. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think at this point we can assume that he just moved away or something. Yeah, but still, just... Yeah. Disappeared. Um, I think we're getting enough people that sporadically come that at some point we'll just hit the right weekend where we've got a full table but i think summer will also hit it pretty hard because we play on saturdays which is real tough especially during the summers um we're probably going to end up missing a few just from you know living life during the summer so which is a bit of a bummer but let's be real when we do do things you're probably going to plan around Lorcana. Well, I mean, no, because then it's going to take additional time off, you know, so, okay. like, during the summer, going for, like, weekend hikes and stuff, mm -hmm. yeah, like, there's no getting around that. Oh, well. My, this is off topic, but my goal this summer is to make Sissy a water dog. Oh. Uh, in case the viewer is new, Sissy is our hound mix pup, who uh, occasionally you'll hear her in the background whining for a little pat on the head. Um... You think you're going to make her a water dog? Okay, hear me out. I She's think, terrified of the water. I think that was because when we put her in the water last summer, it was like right when we got her and she wasn't even comfortable with us yet. So I feel like she just, it was all new too fast. So I feel like this year, if we kind of like ease her into it and like take her out more, then she'll be more likely to like warm up to it and like it. And I That's don't cute. think she liked being tipped over on the paddleboard. That probably traumatized her a little bit. <laughs> 
We went paddleboarding. We went paddleboarding, and Michael decided he wanted to turn around and look at this big stick coming out of the water. And he turned too fast, and he flipped the paddleboard, dumped Sissy into the lake. She was fine. dumped all three of us into the lake. She actually, did try to swim to shore and yeah, because she by. was scared. <laughs> Just flipped her in the water. Yeah, it's fine. But anyways, I think we can do it. I think we can make her a water dog. Okay. Uh, we'll see about that. She's already gotten a lot more playful. I think we could do it. Okay. We'll test it. Okay, Faith, you ready to open up two packs? Yes. Oh, wait. What pack number are we going at? So... I don't know. I have no idea. Um... Also, I hate that they put rules in here and not another picture. Ugh, yeah. That was really disappointing. I was really hoping that wasn't true, but... How can you do it for two pack, like two releases, and not do it for the third? I feel cheated. Yeah. Um. This is pack number one hundred and sixty. <laughs> uh, before I forget, now I can respond. Um. Yeah, it seems very unnecessary to have two rule cards in every single. Pack. Yeah, like there's like two of them. Like I don't think we need to have two, and the pictures were a lot more fun. Yeah, that seems like a lot of waste. Yeah, and like a lot of these, they could have condensed it. Like, they could have, like, this one that has, like, the picture of the location, they could have mm-hmm. put all of that on one side, I feel like. Yeah. Or cut some out so that one side could still have a picture on it. Yeah. Anyways, I did not like that. Yeah, it just seems like a weird choice. But anyways, moving on. Got DeVille Manor. Bestow a gift. McDuck Manor. Razul. Hey, you put those cards down more gently. You're bending them. So sorry. Jim Hawkins, uh, Thrill Seeker, mm. Boss's Order. So far, no new cards. Yeah, well, I it's gonna be hard to pull new cards with how much we opened. True. Um, a Wendy Darling, Talented Sailor, Prince John, Phony King. Oh, do we have this one? Genie cramped in the lamp. Mm, let me see. Uh, maybe. Maybe like one, one or something. I like this one. That one's a good one. Um, Pyros. That one's the new Lava Titan. Thing. I think so too. Simba fighting Prince, and a foil of the Bayou. Okay. Pack one sixty one. Opened weird. I had way better luck opening Pokemon cards. Also, I was telling my mom, I was talking to her today, and she asked when this game came out, and I told Shout her September, and she thought it was a much older game than that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, she thought, I feel like I thought, she said she thought you had been playing for a while and you dragged me oh, into it. No. But it came out in September, and she was very shocked. Yeah. That. She's like, if I would have known that, I wouldn't have felt as bad going with you guys to play because everybody was just learning how to play it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, the only card game I would have dragged you into would have been the Digimon card game. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, I got you to agree to this game instead. So this is where all my money goes now. <laughs> okay, we've got a Skippy Energetic Rabbit, a Pua. Vault Door, Helga Sinclair, 
Nazi, Miss Bianca, 99 Puppies, Wildcat Mechanic, Mr. Smee, Gustavo the Giant, is that how you pronounce that? Gustav. Oh, Gustav. Oops. The Giant. Wendy Darling. And another foil Zazu. Okay, it's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Stay tuned for more tips, strategies, and updates in our future episodes. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and follow us on social media at Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you for joining us on Quest for Five. Until next time, keep summoning, questing, and may your inkwells never run dry.